0: This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 1538 Decluttering No One Lets Go in a Vacuum. And Spring Clean Your To Do List, both by Julie Morganstern of juliemorgenstern.com. And I'm Justin Mollock, your personal narrator, reading to you every day, including holidays. I'll keep this intro nice and short for today, so let's get right to it as we optimize your life. Decluttering No One Lets Go in a Vacuum by Julie Morganstern of juliemorgenstern.com. New Year's is a classic time for a fresh start, and the act of decluttering your space and schedule can help you make room for change. It clears space to think, energy to explore, and insight as to where to go from here. Yet we all know how hard it is to get rid of things. In my 30 years as a professional organizer, I've discovered that the biggest mistake people make when decluttering is focusing just on the throwing out part. The secret to successfully getting rid of the clutter lies in focusing more on what you do before and after you actually toss the junk. My book, Shed Your Stuff, Change Your Life, will help you declutter anything in your life that is weighing you down, space, schedule, or habits. The four steps of shed, separate the treasures, heave the rest, embrace your identity from within, and drive yourself forward, make it easier to let the obsolete go. It's a nurturing process that allows each pocket of clutter, what I call a point of entry, to teach you something about yourself that helps you grow and gain strength. Here are eight key concepts of the shed process. Number one, recognize that no one lets go into a vacuum. No one lets go of anything without reaching for something else. Come up with a one or two word theme for what you are making room for. It could be anything from deeper connections and financial security to self-acceptance, creativity, and freedom. Number two, Analyze the role that clutter is playing in your life before releasing it. Clutter isn't just junk we should be able to easily toss. Clutter, whether in the form of unworn clothes, untouched piles of paper, or rarely used kitchen gadgets, represents an attachment we are struggling to release. By understanding the role it is playing in your life, you are in a position to find a healthier way to achieve that goal. Number three, declutter one category at a time. Organizing is best done by room, but decluttering is best done by category, like books, clothes, shoes, papers, plastic containers, etc. Once you've made decisions about what is trash versus treasure for the whole category, it's easier to apply that to each pocket of clutter you find around your home. Take inventory of what's weighing you down and decide which category you will tackle first. Number four, plan ahead. Decluttering is very difficult emotional and physical work, so you should never do it in a knee-jerk way in the spur of the moment. Plan ahead by at least three days. Choose a day and time when you will be rested and have enough time to focus, a minimum of four hours. Determine in advance precisely where you will send your discards to and arrange in advance who and how they will be removed from your home once you are done, e.g. bulk trash days, charity pickup or drop-off, etc. Number five. Before tackling any pile, establish your treasure guidelines. Ask, if all this were gone tomorrow, what would I miss? Write that down on a piece of paper and use it to guide what you keep. Number six, handle tough choices with specific questions. When unsure whether to keep something or not, ask yourself, is this the best reminder I have of this person, place, or time of my life? And what's worth more to me, the object or the space it would free up to pursue my goals? Number seven aim for a radical release. Once you've separated the treasures from trash, get the trash out. Not two items a day, but in one fell swoop to make room for moving forward. You should be able to measure the space gained in pounds, removed 100 pounds of stuff from your house, or inches, removed 50 inches of files, or hours, removed five hours of time wasted on a bad habit. Number eight, be prepared for the wall of panic. As you let go of things, you'll experience a moment or two or three of panic or fear, wondering who am I without my stuff? What do I do with all this empty space? Hang in there. The wall of panic usually passes within two to three days. Respond not by reaching for what you just tossed or rushing to fill the space with new things, but by embracing your identity from within. Remind yourself that you are who you are regardless of your possessions. With a step-by-step practical approach, you can create a calm, welcoming environment where you can recharge and ready yourself for the life you want to lead. Spring Clean Your To-Do List by Julie Morgenstern of juliemorganstern.com. You know that feeling when tasks have been sitting on your to-do list so long that you deflate just thinking about them? When considering where to focus your urge to purge this spring cleaning season, consider a less obvious place. Your to do list. There are two ways to get things off your to do list. Number one, delete anything that isn't worth the time invested. Or number two, tackle the important projects you've been procrastinating on. Nothing feels more liberating than catching up on your backlog and starting with a clean slate. Procrastination involves stalling on starting or finishing something out of anxiety rather than logic. Here are four ways to get over the paralysis and spring clean your task list so you feel lighter and free. Number one, Define the max, mod, min. Procrastination is closely related to perfectionism, the paralyzing belief that there are only two ways to do something, brilliantly or not at all. For anything that's been stuck on your list, first define three levels of performance for the task. What is the maximum you can do? What is the minimum you can do? And what is the moderate? Then pick the level that seems right for the situation. Number two, choose the best time of day. We tend to avoid the things that we feel less skilled or confident in, or we enjoy the least. For backlog tasks that don't come easily or naturally, make sure you set yourself up for success. Plan to do things you tend to procrastinate on at your peak energy. Number three, break big projects down. Some items on our list get stuck because we don't have enough time to get them done in one big clump. Break large projects down into a series of smaller doable actions that can be completed in 15 to 30 minute time blocks. Tackling large projects one step at a time fuels our sense of accomplishment and enables us to maximize smaller windows of time to drive projects forward. And number four, focus on the payoff. What one thing are you hoping to gain from completion? When filling out expense reports, think about what you will buy with the reimbursement. If you take your eye off the particular task and focus on the happiness you'll gain from completion, you can keep yourself moving forward. You just listen to the posts titled, Decluttering, No One Let's Go in a Vacuum, and Spring Clean Your To-Do List, both by Julie Morgenstern of juliemorgenstern.com. I'll leave it there for today. Hope you're having a great day, and I'll be back tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.